podcast. <laughs> Today, what we wanted to talk about was astrology. And yeah, I'm so I think, excited. I think um, with a lot of people having more free time on their hands right now, this is a great time to maybe finally get a little bit into astrology. I know a lot of people that I've talked to are like always want me to read their charts or look into things for them or they they always express an interest in wanting to know more, but just like who has the time, right? I love it, I think. Like there's a couple of people who are like, oh, but usually anyone when I'm like, when's your birthday or this or that, like they'll want to know. Like even my more skeptical friends will be like, I met this guy. This is his sign. Like, (laughs) are we compatible? (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's fun and it's nice like people like to be defined in different ways sometimes it's there's a lot of comfort in that for me it's like the same thing as like saying if you're an introvert or an extrovert or like the myers-briggs test like it's something that gives you a way to understand yourself and other people and it's just like another framework to to view things through yes and i so tori and i grew up with astrology in our house Mm -hmm. like it's the kind of thing like our mom would read our horoscope almost every day. Yeah. Um, and at, at birthdays, we always like would cut each other's horoscopes out and put them on the fridge, yeah, like our whole family, including <laughs> our dad. Yeah. And like at New Year's and all of that kind of stuff. So it's always been a really big thing. And um, our mom, when I was born, had this astrologer that she was using and she got the woman to do a reading of my life, basically. So we had mm-hmm. that on tape of that I used I to listen to a tape. lot. Yeah, I know. I don't know where it is now though. I like I lost it or I don't know where it would be stored, but mm. um yeah, it was a really interesting to listen to and I even did an art project on it when I was in uni like using it for a sound art. Oh, I but, forgot about that. <laughs> so, yeah, we basically always had astrology in our life and we've had like we had astrology books in the house and there was um hey, that I did not get a reading because I'm a second child. <laughs> 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 and it was true. not important enough. <laughs> Very true. And there was this book in the house. It was Sylvester Stallone's mother, Sylvia Stallone, I think. And that horoscope book was amazing. And I remember bringing it to all my friends' houses in middle school. And like, it was our Bible. And we all, yeah, would like go to that all the time, like to find out what our crushes Mm -hmm. were like, to find out everything about ourselves. Um, And my best friend had a big like birthday book that was like a huge just like a huge kind of dictionary almost. And you could look up your birth, your exact birth date and it would just tell you like a full page about yourself. And so, yeah, we just always love that stuff. It's not like we read the day to day daily horoscopes and believe everything they say, but it's just like, it gives you a bit of structure around who you are in the best way. I think so. And I also for myself have found it to Mm. be a really helpful tool as I've gotten older because I noticed even, well, I noticed even when I was younger, there are patterns in my life, at least, with who my friends are and the, like, not always problems, but sometimes problems that I'll have with people will be the same signs over and over again. And it's, like, only intensified as I've grown up that I've, like, seen these, Mm. like, these connections. And so, to me, it's, like, a way for me to help make sense of the world around me, Uh, and like, yeah, I, I really actually use it as a practical tool almost. And so, and so for me also astrology is super personal and my take of what the signs are and how, mm-hmm. what they mean and what type of person is when you're that is like all based on my own personal experience. So it's yeah. like, even when I give a reading to someone, it's from my lens. And so I always make that really clear too, where it's like, oh, all of this though is like from my own personal experience. And then I'm like relaying my personal experience to you rather than like, 
this is the ultimate truth about astrology. (laughs) But it's like the same thing where, you know, with uh, like with a color when they're like, I see blue Mm. and we both call that blue, but maybe we're both not seeing the same thing. So (laughs) it's like with astrology, I feel like it's almost that same thing and you need to figure out how you view it. And then you make sense of your own astrological world and find those patterns because there probably will be if you actually start to take a look. So one of the things that I want everyone to do who's who's listening to this podcast, because what we're going to do is teach you how to do a really like easy read of your own astrological chart. Um, And what you need to do though, before we start is go on to Cafe Astrology and look for your natal chart report. So you can Google astro chart into Google. And I think the first thing that pops up is the Cafe Astrology link. Mm -hmm. And when you go in there, you make sure to fill it out like to the best that you can. Um, It's really important to put in the place that you were born, the city, um, and the time that you were born, because that gives you a lot of specifics that you won't get if you don't put those two things in. Um, And another one that I really like is astrocharts.com, and that's astro-charts.com. And that I like to use as a supplementary, and it gives you a bit of different information for different things. But the Cafe Astrology one is the one that we're going to be working on. It's also really good for birthday horoscopes. I send my friends their birthday horoscope every year from that website because they do like a detailed one for every birthday and it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, no, that's awesome. (laughs) I love that one. And I find they're really accurate too. They are. Um, But the Cafe Astrology Astro Chart, when you get it, like, so first it'll, it'll give you the chart with all of your planets and ascendants and all of that kind of stuff. But underneath, it will give you an explanation of what each thing means. The thing Mm -hmm. is, though, that I find is it's really, really long. And a lot of it can feel contradictory because it's not, like, personalized or really assembled Mm -hmm. to, uh, like, reflect what all of those things mean together, right? So they take it piece by piece, and each piece is isolated. So what we want to do is when we go through this is, like, kind of give you the really, really bare basic like (laughs) tools to go through your own chart and kind of start to make sense of it. I think I see it as like all of those things are kind of individual ingredients, but then like you could have the same ingredients in a recipe and come up with a completely different end product. Yeah, very true. How the combination works. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing that would be really good for people to do is to go through and write down their own astrological history. So I kind of did a short Mm. version of this and I know you just know this off the top of your head, but it's like you go through like your friendships, right? From when you were like a little kid until now Mm. and start to like think about and figure out what each person's um, astrological sign is and write those down and see if If there are patterns. Yeah. I wonder if we just remember birthdays more so because we've been so into astrology all our lives. I know a lot of people are like, (laughs) oh, I have no idea, but actually do some Facebook stuff because like to prep for this I just went through like all the birthdays on Facebook and was like grouping people to see what similarities were so you can do that too go through yeah. your Facebook <laughs> so friendships um the crushes that you used to have the crushes that are mm. that your relationships and all those kinds of things that you've had now um and also like your parents everyone in your family that's really interesting and always makes sense to me when I find out the dynamics of people's parents and siblings to them it makes sense like why their relationships are a certain way um and like yeah it's just it's it's really insightful so we will take you through our astrological uh journey on during this podcast and I'm really excited to do it me too 
did you want to go through any of your like things that you've thought about right now or you want to leave it for um in terms of like my astro history or yeah like any of your trends yeah okay I think this is so if people are like looking stuff up now maybe they haven't actually paused the podcast but (laughs) listen to this or not but I find it really interesting is so growing up um almost all like anytime I had a best friend they were almost always a Leo yeah and I I loved having Leos in my life because they were so loud (laughs) at the time when I was a kid and and kind of confident Mm -hmm. and the like yeah, very fun, very um, strong in who they were. And and it wasn't just girls, it was guys too. So I loved like Leo girls as my best friends and I had crushes on Leo guys. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then my kind of like other friends would be Geminis and Aquariuses. And I always divide the zodiac sign into two. And so it's every other sign is on one side Mm -hmm. and then the other signs are all on the other. So for me, if you are an Aries, Gemini, Leo, Libra, or Sag, or Aquarius, you're all on one side. And then Taurus, Cancer, Virgo, Scorpio, Capricorn, and Pisces are all on the other. And when I was younger, I used to always think that the other side which is the second list that I described, mm-hmm. were like more serious, like uh, wouldn't believe in horoscopes as much. <laughs> like um, they were just like the other half, basically. And then the side that I described that was the first list was more like the fun, a bit more silly, a bit more up to like believing in like, yeah, astrology, ghosts, like all of those kinds of things. Um, and they were always really? my friends. It's really funny because I was looking at your horoscope before this and I highlighted something that was like what what they hate and one of it was dull or practical people. Yes. Like, Sorry, that's, that's so, actually what I was that's saying. That's so you. <laughs> they were really practical. And not to say that like, so it'll be really interesting because so that, that yeah. was my growing up, right? So that's when I was younger and that's how I viewed the, the, the astrology sign. And so I'd always find myself making friends with people who were on yeah. like the, the first half my side and then mm-hmm. I just wouldn't find anything common with people yeah. who are on the other side and the other thing I thought was really interesting was um Tori is an Aquarius and I'm a Libra so we get along really well together and then our parents are a Capricorn and a Pisces so it was two against two right we were on either side and we it, that's what it's on the same side too. yeah and that's what it felt like growing up and then our grandmother who was on our side as well she was also an Aquarius and so yeah. she was with us in that um and our aunt also is a Libra so it's just kind of funny like there were so many mirrors and mm-hmm. it was like two warring factions in a house right and we were on these opposing <laughs> sides so I think that also had to do with why I felt that way yeah. Um, but then as I grew older, uh, especially after I moved to Australia, I found now I was like, oh, it's so funny. Like not only, which I've talked about before on the podcast, mm. did, was almost everyone that I dated, uh, since I moved to Australia, Capricorn, yeah. which is just too funny because my mother is a Capricorn and I had probably the most intense relationship with her growing up. That yeah. was like, just so Um, kind of traumatic in a lot of ways too and that was like very tumultuous yeah very tumultuous Um, and so 
And then of course I went and found all these Capricorns. And like the first Capricorn that I met when I moved to Australia had the same birthday as my mom. And I remember when I found that out, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, how did this even happen? Um, And then, yeah. And then after that, like, and then I met another guy that it was like the guy I really really liked and his birthday was like a day away, like the day after my mom's birthday. So it was just like, it was just too funny. Um, But then also I have a lot of Capricorn friends now too. So like girlfriends and guy friends. And Mm. I've found them to be some of my like really closest friends since I've moved here. And I thought that was really interesting because I never before would have been friends with a Capricorn. Mm. Like that's how I felt. (laughs) I didn't have them in my life, right? And I also have a lot of Virgo friends and a lot of Pisces friends. So like ever since I moved or like as I got older or things are starting Mm -hmm. to shift within me, I um, started to notice that I was like attracting a different yeah, different types. And it's really interesting because we'll get into this later, but my um, North Node uh, is Taurus. And so we'll we'll talk about it a bit more later, but basically your North Node is like where you kind of want to aspire to in your life. Like, Mm. so by the end of your life, you kind of will have gone from the sign that you're in and your personal development and growth is supposed to bring you to the characteristics of your North Node. And so for me, like that's a Taurus and Taurus would get along so well with Capricorn, Virgo and Pisces. So for me, I feel like it's a sign that I am like transitioning. Yeah. I I read too, um, most people don't start working on their nodes or like doing that transition until their thirties mainly. So I think everyone's oh. probably doing that. And it's almost like you're seeing the different sides of people because everyone's evolving in that way. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. Um, and then, yeah, I like also one of the things for me has always been an uh, Aries. I've always wanted mm. to be with an Aries like romantically <laughs> and it's never happened but I had like I think when I was eight years old the biggest like the biggest crush in the world on this guy who was an Aries and um, I think that like stayed in my psyche but I find <laughs> Aries to be really rare Aries men Aries at least guys, for me I know I haven't I was looking at my list of people and there's like two guys on the Aries list and every like I think it's the least common sign for guys in my yeah. experience well so yeah, it's like my crushes have been Capricorn and Aries, mm-hmm. like um, Leo when I was younger, but not now. And then my long-term relationships have been Virgo and Pisces. And so mm-hmm. I was in a relationship for eight years and that's unmarried. And that was with a Virgo. And then my relationship now is also with a Virgo. And his birthday is the day after my exes, mm-hmm. which I was just like, okay <laughs> like yeah. the patterns that happen in my life are really interesting and also actually jennifer lopez i also thought it was really funny she's born on august 15th and i think three of her husbands have all had the same birthday as her really? or like That's or totally i think me. two of them have had the same birthday <laughs> and one of and but they and the third one are a rod alex yeah. he's, he's a leo as well so she always um, pretty much dates leos which yeah, is good leos was- and leos are good together when I was younger, especially, I just always liked Christ because one of my first like major crushes slash like fake grade six boyfriends <laughs> was um had the same birthday as me, and I was like, we're soulmates. And then I always have like weird, intense connections with people who have my birthday or like a day or two, basically right end of January. Like it's not yeah. I never meet like February, it's like a hot like zone. Aquarius. Yeah, and I think most of the people I've dated actually have either been like Sag 
Capricorn or Aquarius. So I'm in like made like main like yeah most of my main relationships have been in those signs so I definitely have like a cluster around that group, yeah it's so funny and that's all certain months as well yeah it is it's like, it's like December, a time November, of December, the year <laughs> yeah, well, yeah so I wrote a thing too where I said I know I'll always be friends with and this is this is the thing with like the mm-hmm. astro sign that's funny like yeah. When I find out someone's birthday or I will go and check someone's Facebook or check something when I first meet them to see what their birthday is so I can get a better understanding of who they are before I actually really know them. And like, and it'll give me kind of just so much more context. And so if I find out someone is a girl is a Libra, an Aquarius, a Pisces or a Leo, I always Mm -hmm. am like, okay, done. We'll be be fine. Yeah. (laughs) And like, not that it wouldn't with other signs too. It's not like any signs, like a big warning, but those are always my like okay got it your natural fit yeah and then mm-hmm. with guys it's always for friends it's always leo capricorn or taurus mm-hmm. and then yeah i feel like i've always had really like cuz i don't have that many really close guy friends but i feel like the ones that i've had in my life have always been libras actually which is interesting mm-hmm. like i always have a strong connection with libras and sometimes i'm like maybe it can be more but it's always more of a platonic it doesn't thing. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, okay, so should we go and start going through the chart? Hopefully everyone has gotten their charts ready. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it looks really intimidating when you first look at it. It's just like a jumble of information, but it's really not, not that bad. And I think you just start off small, get to know what a few things mean and get comfortable with that. And then go through like your parents and your friends and your relationships yeah. and all that stuff and start doing their charts. I have a file in my Google Drive <laughs> of everyone whose charts I've looked up, like crushes oh, and I friends and I've never everything. Saved them. I save them because I always end up looking them up again. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think last year I went and did every guy that I like had a thing with in the last few years and I compared their charts because I found out some new things about about your chart and so I wanted to see yeah. what they had in common and make basically a comparison chart for myself to see and it was really interesting like it's really fun though doing my like Facebook exercise and going through everyone and like figuring out what signs everyone was was really like it does you do see patterns and it's like really cool yeah so just yeah level up right yeah. Uh, okay. So hopefully you've got your chart in front of you. I'm going to bring out, I've got both of our charts here too. Ooh. We'll start with the first one, which most people yeah. know what they are. And that's your sun sign. So my sun sign is Libra. Mine's Aquarius. And um, your sun is like your front facing personality. Um, and people put a lot of weight on their sun. So they think, mm-hmm. I, I know people too, like a lot of my Virgo friends don't they're like I'm a Virgo but I don't see myself as a Virgo because of how Virgo is described but that's just one part right so just like so when you have a sun what do you always have what what's the opposite of sign dark moon (laughs) (laughs) okay but yeah dark light dark yin yang right like it's like the two come together, right? So there, you don't just have sun, you don't just have light, you have dark, you mm-hmm. have the moon, you have all those things. So um, your sun and your moon come together to make, uh, to make a whole. It's not mm-hmm. just one and the other. Yeah. So of course, just as important as your sun is, your moon is. 
So your moon is like your inner. So that's more, I guess, your yin to your yang, which is the sun. So the moon is like your inner landscape. It's your emotional self and it's your personality when you're alone or you're deep within your comfort zone. Yeah. I've, I read that a lot of people do actually identify more with their moon because that is your inner self. It's like more your inner thoughts and who you probably and think maybe you how are. you feel. Yeah. yeah. And so if you don't feel like you're, you've always felt a little bit off about your sun sign, then go and yeah, look up your moon sign and mm. see if that gives any insight. So my sun sign is Libra and my moon sign is Leo, which for me all has always made a lot of sense because mm. Libra is kind of a bit more um, it's like a really harmonious sign. It's passive. It's um, more agreeable and like yeah. all those kinds of things. Not, not agreeable in my mm-hmm. own way, but Leo's got a lot more of that fire, which the is fire. definitely something you that definitely I, have, I that. have in my life. Yeah. And that, that explains a lot more of, of my inner self. Although I do, I think I come across as a Libra in a lot of ways, mm. but the Leo like gives reason for that, um, that passionate interior. And how about yeah. you? Um, so I'm Aquarius sun sign, which I feel like I have always related to in a lot of ways. Aquarius is supposed to be kind of like the humanitarian, like quirky, independent, but like a bit of a social butterfly. I, I, there's just like, I feel like I've always been like, yeah, I like Aquarius. Like I've been proud to be an Aquarius. And then my moon sign is Cancer, which I feel like before I'd be like, oh, I don't know, because Cancers are supposed to be a bit like moody and emotional. But I've realized that like, I definitely am that. <laughs> I well, like, even like growing up, yeah. Was yeah, growing up, our dad was always like, "You're a crybaby." Tori's <laughs> um, family nickname is like, Crybaby. Yeah, so I'm like very sensitive in some ways, but I think I have, I do have both those things because I am really sensitive, but then I'm also very like cool and collected sometimes. So I've mm-hmm. got, I think, I think I am like a, almost like an equal amount of both of those things. Yeah, I think it balances you out nicely too, because cancer mm. gives you like your warm heart not that Aquarius doesn't have a warm heart but Aquariuses (laughs) are known to be more aloof and independent a bit standoffish and like the cancer is what gives you your your empathy like your endless Mm. empathy um also and I think just remember like none of the signs are good or bad you know there's good and bad in all of them and like and also if we come across as saying that something seems bad it's literally bad to us yeah, it's just <laughs> that's the thing. It's our like, experience yeah, based on yeah. who we are and what our yeah. signs are. So that doesn't mean the same and, thing for yeah. anyone else. Like you yeah. have to figure <laughs> out how everything works in your own personal landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, and after we go through the charts now, too. Also, what I wanted to say is we're going to go through um, each sign and what we think each yeah. sign is, good and bad. So yeah. stay tuned for that because that'll be really interesting. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we've gone through the sun and then the moon. Um, and then the mm-hmm. other thing is your rising sign or your ascendant, right? So I think yeah. you'll only get it if you know your birth time and you put that into the calculator, then it will show the ascendant. Um, it's the second column and it's usually like across from where the sun is. And it says ASC and that will say what your ascendant is. So my ascendant is Aquarius and your ascendant is Taurus which I think is really interesting. And so your rising sign ascendant is kind of like, it is kind of like how you present yourself to the world too, but I I would call it more of like a flavoring almost. Like it's Mm. like a little bit of spice, like thrown on to like, (laughs) to like give you that little bit extra individuality that makes you, you, right? I think for me with my Taurus ascendant, it makes sense because I feel like a lot of people are very comforted by me sometimes in the way where I'm, think I can be really grounded and calming 
Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like either of those things are really characteristics of Aquarius or um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And, but I think that's like the Taurus ascendant in me is that like stability. And even at work, people will be like, I never see you stressed. Or I never, even obviously I am stressed, but <laughs> I'm good at just like yeah. being grounded and like being calm in that way. So I think that's definitely one of my, yeah, that kind of flavor that's added on. <laughs> and so my ascendant is Aquarius, which I think is really interesting because I've definitely been described as I wouldn't say odd, but like very <laughs> individual. And yeah. I guess I, I lead my own path. Um, and yeah. And so I think that's like the bit of that flavoring uh, and that's the Aquarius like showing up. And I think also it's really interesting because that Libra Leo Aquarius and then, Oh wait, remember we wanted to say, um, so my partner's moon is also oh. in Leo, which is really interesting. And mine is also in Cancer. So we yeah. found partners who have the same moons as us. So that means they both have the same like inner emotional yeah. landscape that we do, uh, which I think is really interesting. And I think also helps explain like where you, how you connect. Yeah, definitely. Um, and having that kind of understanding of the other person is mm-hmm. like, is really I think it's a bit of like an implicit understanding or like an unspoken thing where you just are Mm -hmm. on the same vibe in that inner way yeah um and then the next things that I wanted to go through were um so you'll see like it's sun moon and then there's mercury and so mercury the planet mercury is the planet of communication and so when you look at that sign the idea is it's supposed to be how you communicate with the world around you and mine is in Scorpio and yours is in Aquarius. And I interpret mm-hmm. mine Scorpio as because Scorpios are seen as very passionate. Like, yeah. so I would say that I, that's how I would interpret it. And I think I've been told that I'm a very expressive mm-hmm. and, um, and try to be convincing be a salesperson. Yes. And I was told to <laughs> that I should be, I would be a really great salesperson. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of goes to hand in hand. Yeah, and Tori, as the Aquarius, Aquarius people think, <laughs> think yeah. Well, perfect. especially you, you're always like, my friends think that you hate them, blah blah blah. Because I'm like, can be aloof for like. Well, Tori's sometimes. like always someone that you need to like, and then what happened? And then <laughs> like, you really need to like draw yeah. it out of her. Um, she's not going to give it give it to you right away. Um. So yeah, Mercury is how you communicate. Then Venus, which is underneath Mercury. So this is one of the things that I just learned recently. So Venus and Mars, you know, men are from Mars, women Mars. are from Venus. Is that yes. it, right? Yeah. That's so it. yeah. it's this idea that like your Venus is your feminine and your Mars is your masculine. But it's also um, your Venus is, if you're a woman, your Venus is how you are feminine and your Mars is what you like in in the masculine or in like the partner, whether it's like that the masculine aspects that you like which I thought was interesting because when I looked at that my Venus is in Scorpio uh, and I'm definitely have always been more of a dramatic lover I would say <laughs> and my Mars is in Capricorn which if you remember my like every person since yeah. I moved to Australia being a Capricorn I was like oh okay that makes a lot of sense then my yeah. Mars is in um, Sagittarius and yeah, a few of my more serious relationships have been Sagittarius. So that makes sense as well. Yeah. And your Venus is in Pisces. Yeah. Which I think gives you your other kind of like emotional, <laughs> watery love heart. Side. Yeah. 
um, which makes us an interesting pair, being a yeah. <laughs> Venus Pisces <laughs> Scorpio. They're very like similar together. Although Scorpio is more of an edge. Then after Mars is oh the one that I always look at. So there's a lot of other planets, and if you're interested, all you have to do is type in what does Saturn mean or what does yeah. Neptune mean, and then you can find out. But these are the kinds of the ones that I always focus on when I'm looking at myself or other people. And so the other one I look at is the ascending node. And your ascending node, you can find, it's usually at the bottom, it says, or north node. So it says N node. And mine is in Taurus and yours is in Pisces. Pisces. And that's what I was talking about earlier in the podcast, where your north node is kind of like your aspiration in life. And it's like, once you're on your path, like if you evolve and you grow and you do all these things, like the idea is that you're going to come into like a heightened space and become more of who you are supposed to be. And so your North Node is kind of like the energy you're supposed to have towards the end of your life. And so mine is in Taurus, which I thought was really interesting because that's like um, very yeah. grounded um, and kind of the opposite in Libra in some ways, although they do get along well, um, but it's more stable, grounded and, and solid. Um, yeah. When I was looking these up too, it's like, so you have your North Node and then you have your South Node, which is the sign that's kind of like on the opposite of your north node and the south node is what you're supposed to be letting <laughs> north go and of. South. Yes. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah so there's like things that you're you like depending on what stage of your life I guess you're in you might be like falling back on like the bad characteristics wait dear, where do you find node? your south node um I looked it up on a site I just looked up it's not on the astro okay. chart though I don't think it's on the astro chart so your south node is scorpio Oh, you're supposed to let go of seducing, manipulating, strategizing, nomadic lifestyle, sex as a weapon. (laughs) Uh, Um, But like, but a lot of those things are things that you've thought about yourself in some ways. I think, like, things that I've struggled with. Yeah, and then for mine, so my south node is Virgo, and that's letting go of perfectionism, being a helper, analysis paralysis, escaping escaping stress through vices, worry, anxiety like controlling. So it's a lot of things I think that I've dealt with, especially in like a work situation. But yeah, a lot of those things I feel like were very relevant to me and things that I've been trying to get over. And then Mm -hmm. Pisces is embracing for me, like creative freedom, art, being a healer, imagination, intuition. So when I think about Pisces too, like, and the role that Pisces have played in my life is leading from the heart like mm. the Pisces people that but I one know of the things that's faith be. in the universe <laughs> yes yeah um the, the Pisces people that I know cannot be anything but themselves and they are no. so true to themselves and so yeah. um strong and almost like innocent too <laughs> yeah and I feel like yeah. Um, for you like that's such a beautiful thing it's like it's that Mm. idea of like shedding any insecurities shedding um, any feeling of having to be something for someone else right or or like yeah or or yeah have the the younger sibling syndrome or your work syndrome shedding that all those fears of like getting in trouble or not doing something right yeah being perfect and like believing fully in yourself like a hundred percent and trusting that which is so beautiful yeah, but yeah, I like the idea of the South and North nodes because it gives you a bit of that like journey and, and yeah, into, like what you, <laughs> yeah, what you can let go of and what you can embrace. It's like this epic adventure that you're on, and now you're finding out what the map is, right? And that's kind of what astrology can play in those ways. So it's like where you need to go, and that also helps. Like it does help guide you, I think, a lot. Definitely. Um. So after the North, the nodes. 
so the last thing that I look at and, and is uh, if you get scroll, keep scrolling down your chart, like through all of the other like houses and planets and ascendants and all of those things, mine is like super long. You get to something that's like right before aspects start and it is your fire, earth, air, water. And it also says like your masculine, feminine, cardinal, fixed, mutable. And that is really interesting. That's also something I recently got into. And uh, it just tells you like kind of what your makeup is as well. So mm -hmm. obviously everyone knows what fire means, right? Like you're fiery, like you're dry, you're all that yeah. stuff, like hot-headed and stuff too. Um, your earth is your groundedness, your uh, solid nature, like all of that kind of stuff, your calmness. Um, air is your probably it'd be, yeah, flight. Is it, what is it flightiness or scatteredness so. um all those kinds of things and then your water is your emotional side it's also if you if anyone's into ayurveda it's like the all of those signs translated but yeah so i've got three fires two earths one air and four waters which is really funny because i'm a libra which is an air sign but most of my friends mm -hmm. Okay, most of my guy friends would say that I am airy-fairy in the sense that I like horoscopes, I believe in the universe, all that kind of stuff. Although I think everyone would also agree that I am strong, right? I'm not just, yes. and I'm, I'm not scattered. Yeah. I may believe in all those things, but I'm not scattered. Like I don't have those kinds of, um, those other issues that come along with it. And mm -hmm. yeah, that I have a lot of strength in me and I'm very passionate. Um, and then with the water also very emotional. So mm -hmm. that is like, and that's my strongest one, which is really funny. So the idea is when you look at your elements, when you're looking at a partner or anything or a friend or all those things, you're trying to seek people who are going to help balance out your elements. So I'm lacking mm -hmm. in air. So I actually probably want someone who has a bit more air and maybe a bit more earth. Wait, what are mine? Did you look at mine? yours? Yeah. So mm -hmm. you are Fire is four, earth is one, yeah. air is two, and water is three. And I thought that was really interesting because in some ways people yeah. would think you of you as Fire very grounded and solid. Yeah. But in your very, very interior, I know that that's one of the things that you search for is like, yeah. and like that's why when you classify yourself as an introvert or you need a lot of time on your own or you need that, that's all grounding time, right? That's because you feel... Mm the lack of it yeah although I would think that your yeah. air would be higher because your air is too but mm. it's like you you crave that so go through the signs or wait is there anything else you want to no I think it's pretty much it and yeah it just gets really interesting and it all just takes practice it's like learning a new language and you have to just read your chart go through all your friends charts you don't have to tell them you're doing it like yeah. and sometimes people don't want to know too like it can be your own personal way to basically analyze people and put them in yes. boxes but <laughs> if they're boxes that help you then go for it like yeah. I love it and I don't think it really negatively affects people around me in terms of no. how I see them it just helps me have more empathy actually for them like it explains Definitely. a lot if someone acts like a dick or does something like that I'm like oh I know why they're doing it it's because they see things like this or mm. um it just makes it easier for me and you're not going to like memorize everything about astrology right this second but I feel like I forget a lot of things and I'll go back and look up charts again or look up things and every time I do I'm like oh yeah and every time I get like a bit more of that knowledge and like a bit better understanding of it all it's true. And then once you start to also 
learn more about the signs and be able to like reference signs based on your own personal experience and the people that you know it helps you understand what the energy of that sign is I think so it's like a bit of a language I think that you you're yeah definitely so you just have to keep practicing and then also like once you start being able to understand what a sign means or feels like to you then you can also understand like we just finished Aries season right which is the beginning of the zodiac year and now we're going into Taurus season and so a lot of astrologers and other people like that are talking about how we're going to be it's it's that time to ground down now and like we're going to feel that kind of steady energy coming and we were just in this like really strong like everything new period Mm. which we were um yeah so it's just it's kind of cool it like just makes a lot of things make more sense and now <laughs> this, is like this kind of gossipy like this the very part. scientific part of the podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so let's start with aries the first sign of the zodiac and you're an aries if you're born march 21st to april 19th so when i was looking at my experience with aries i've had a lot of girlfriends who have been aries and i feel like they're all really driven and they get shit done and they get what they want and they're powerhouses and like they're just, it's just such a common theme with them. Like I, three of my friends from law school all have birthdays like one day after each other and they're all like baller lawyers now. <laughs> and yeah. just, you just know that they're like, they just get shit done. Like they're very competent. They're very motivated. And they're also always really fun and entertaining and kind of people that can like talk to anyone or like work through any situation. And I don't really know any Aries guys. <laughs> so that's my take on Aries women at least in terms of my experiences what about you um Aries men as we've said before are very yeah. like hard to find yeah. <laughs> like a, a, a extinct a becoming extinct species but Aries girls I've had a few friends that are Aries girls but I feel like my Aries friends are never my closest friends Close and it's not for too long like they'll never be my longest mm. friendship um but I like always respect them I think they're great like and yeah I think they're strong so my notes on them for the good was that they're strong they're full of chi like full of like real energy right um I said pure strength loud they're loud (laughs) oh yeah I in my yeah they haven't always been loud the ones that I know oh this is the thing too you can like attract signs that are certain like leos i always know a certain type of leo but then there are Mm. other like actually i know i've known two different types of leos but anyways it's like in everything's in reference to yourself Mm. um they're very clear like with who they are and stuff um and they're kind of i would describe them as like a taurus but with more freedom Hmm, whereas normally because aries and taurus are very close like they're beside each other in the zodiac and so a lot of signs that are usually beside each other aren't the same at all but i would find aries Mm. and taurus are are more similar than some but yeah they're just more i'd say they're more fun (laughs) like in those ways not the tauruses aren't fun because i also have taurus friends but (laughs) and then the bad about aries is of they're not always silly enough i think I feel like I've had some silly Aries friends. I think, what did I say for bad? Oh, I said they can be a bit bossy, a bit abrasive sometimes. I think that's what I might mean by the not self-involved. silly. Mm, is yeah. like that abrasive, a bit abrasive. Yeah. Um, Aries guys, like sometimes I'll meet an Aries guy and they, uh, yeah, they won't make sense for me. So I wonder what their mm. moons and stuff are, but 
certain areas, guys, that I meet, it's always like immediate chemistry. And Libra and Aries yeah. are supposed to be really good together. Um, but yeah, there's, I almost always know, like, when I feel that certain type of chemistry with a guy, yeah. that they're in Aries. Like, and I'm like pretty much always right. I think I actually am always right. Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like a certain type of flirting, a certain type of like, charisma and like we just mesh really well and then so the next sign is Taurus oh and so I wanted to say like what I thought a good match for each sign was based on kind of like people that I know in history and some of them I don't even have matches for because I don't know enough people but Aries I'd say kind of a good match like is maybe a Leo I could see that sometimes a Libra and sometimes a Libra although I don't really I just Mm. don't really know that many what about your girlfriends then though who are they with Oh, I don't actually know what their partners are. I'm going to look that up. Okay. Um, and then, so the next sign is Taurus. Uh, Tauruses are, so oh, that was one of the things too. When I was younger, I just never made friends with Tauruses. And like mm-hmm. when I'd meet them, I just felt like we just didn't, we just never meshed. Like we just didn't mm-hmm. have anything in common. We weren't, it felt like we were on different planets kind of. Um, but then as I've grown older, I've started to, like have all these Tauruses come into my life as I was explaining before like and I think now that mm-hmm. I'm going more towards like that Taurian if that's what you call it a Taurus <laughs> or whatever energy um, which yeah. is my north node so the good things about Tauruses are that they're strong and stable they're grounded they're reliable and they're mm-hmm. super they're also super solid in who they are yeah I had the same thing I said they really know themselves and they don't compromise like their morals like I feel like they're just very true to themselves yeah and I think they're fun but with all like they know how to have a good time but it's always like it's never going to get out of hand no I definitely agree with that <laughs> yeah I've I've dated a couple of Tauruses and I feel like they have been so stable and they're like the few people where I've never actually doubted their intentions because you just know who they are mm-hmm. and what they're doing so it's like it's comforting I think they be more of the uh, I don't know if I'd say happy but like satisfied people that I know yeah I could see that I'd make that claim I think like, it's because I know there's who they less are. existential yeah. crisis or like mm. yeah um and then the bad yeah I said they don't always connect with me or like at least in the past mm. that hasn't really been true in the last few years um and yeah and as I get older that's changing um, I also think that they can get a bit stuck in their comfort zone or like not Oh, really. I could see that. Yeah. I think they're a bit like risk averse or like wouldn't do big changes. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes too. Yeah, that can be a bit of a, right? yeah, like a bit too good. You know who's a Taurus? Because I was also looking up celebrities with yeah. um, The Rock. Oh, which I feel like makes sense. Awesome. Like he is one yeah. of the most comforting, like grounded he people. Is. Like, you know, yeah. Who's an Aries? Oh, an Aries um, guy is Michael Fassbender. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew Mar- he was Mar- an Aries before I even <laughs> ever looked it up. I was like, Aries, Aries, Aries. Um, Mariah Carey. Oh. Victoria Beckham. Sarah Jessica Parker. I can see that for all of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they're all very, like, them confident in themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. And how about Taurus girls? I didn't. Oh, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> She's really grounded. I feel like she's very comforting. Yeah, she 
<laughs> there were more she guys is, than girls and on she's the list. very like solid in who she is yes and reliable <laughs> um and she knows how to have fun but like within reason she's got a bit of a twinkle in her eye but yeah exactly. she would never go out of bounds <laughs> or like ruin herself in some way for that fun no which brings us to Gemini. <laughs> Gemini is an interesting one. Yeah. So for me, like my best friend is a Gemini and uh, I always know when I meet a Gemini, we're just going to have a good time because they're fun. They're always they fun. fun. They're usually very goofy and like, yeah. And so I said the good is they're fun. They're lively. They're opinionated. Um, they, you can throw them into any social situation and they mm-hmm. make a billion friends. Like they post a lot on Facebook. That is one of the qualities I think. Yeah. Is really, at least actually there's another subset of Gemini that I know though that are yeah. quiet and, and mm-hmm. like introverted, but those yeah. it's, it's interesting. But really? the ones that I tend to be friends with are the ones who just like literally, yeah always posting on Facebook. Um, you always know what's going would, on with them. I would definitely describe them as like mischievous and they've got yes. a twinkle in their eye and they're like I said charming silly. and they'll like get up to no good. Like <laughs> Airy fairy and they're up for it. Mm. And they're very yeah. flighty for sure um, in a good and bad way. And, but that's for me for girls. Like guy, mm. Gemini guys, I find interesting. Oh, Gemini guys, I've had a Tori has a- <laughs> Well, it's like, I always have like chemistry with them and I've had a lot of like flirtate, like they're big flirts. Like I always have like these weird, like long yeah, flirtations with Gemini guys, but then there's generally like no proper follow through or they like just don't do anything. And then like, I feel like I've always <laughs> just been so frustrated with them. And like, it's, it's almost more of an always like a superficial, like, flirtation relationship and mm-hmm. like yeah it's just been like usually I'm like that was a waste of my time had a crush on a Gemini <laughs> guy but uh Gemini men that I think mm-hmm. are really good examples of a Gemini man are um Kanye West Donald Trump yeah and Shia LaBeouf and I think Ooh, that they also, are all Colin Farrell Ah, I don't know if he fits as much in oh he goes like off the handle yeah but the first yeah Kanye West and Donald Trump, you cannot put them near social media and like, that's it. Like they can't control themselves. Right. (laughs) And they always kind of like have a bit of a, Mm. I was going to say God complex. It's not always true, but they're, they believe a lot that they are special in a certain way and not that they aren't because they definitely like stand out. They do stand out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Angelina Jolie is a Gemini. Oh, the, one of the big triangles. Oh, we should do celebrity astrological triangles like brad pitt angelina jolie jennifer aniston that's a huge one um gemini's yeah so they're just they're big they're larger than life in a lot of ways um a lot of actresses and actors i think are gemini Mm. um the bad thing about gemini can be what i said is also a good thing is that they can be flaky um sometimes they are split with who they are so they can go back and forth that whole you know it's two people in one yeah um and they're not always reliable and something else I've noticed about some Geminis that I know is they're very sensitive to criticism. Like they'd be very. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's like so they, true. Yeah. I think that's definitely part of it. Cause I think they, they have, can be really fragile I actually. I think. I think they're kind of like looking at Trump and Kanye. I think a lot of them can kind of have a big ego in some ways or they're like a fragile ego. So they're, yeah. I think they're also different. super creative though. Yeah. Like, and I so. yeah, I like they're, they are special. They are special. And I think, so. I think Gemini is like what 
goes along with your social media thing is that they can talk forever. Like there are people who can like talk about <laughs> oh any random topic for I like hope endless is listening of time. To this. <laughs> Good matches for yeah. Gemini that I know oh. are Gemini. Anyways, <laughs> we're getting on to Cancer. Yeah, um, so Cancer is, is the crab. Do you I have a lot like of Cancer I've, friends? Not at the moment, but I feel like I've had a few in my life and like one of my first best friends when I was younger was a cancer my first boss um at Hillroy was also a cancer I find I think cancers are very like nurturing they're supposed to be nurturing and kind of like motherly in some ways and uh comforting and I definitely have found that in the cancers that I've had in my life at least I know you have a different that's so story. interesting I've had totally different <laughs> yeah but I found them to be very loyal and um yeah kind of like take on that carer role in my life at least I would say that's actually really true and all the cancers that I know are loyal and have um Mm. and have like a caretaker type personality to them or like they want like the mother hen kind of thing Mm. um but for me I've never had them in a role where they're like above me like yeah as a yeah to take care of me they've always been like my peers and stuff Mm. and I've always like ever since I was little every cancer that I've met and I've had a lot of them in my life they've been really funny in like a self-depreciating kind of Mm. way um they've always been the group entertainer um Mm. they always kind of like are good at, at like getting people together around them I would say um and they can get really deep too so they're good they're good for conversations and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the bad is for me that I found that they can also be uh, quite self-centric in some ways or like see, but mm. I think that's like the cancer emotional lens. Like my description yeah. of it is yeah. they see everything through themselves. And like, so the flip side of them having this like really great uh, humor, like and self-depreciating humor is also though that then they see like the negative to themselves as well. Mm. So a lot of it is like sent, a lot of things are centered around them constantly. Um, Yeah. And so I found for myself, like, even though I I have a lot of cancers in my life, I always, like, I don't know if we always see eye to eye emotionally, like Mm. we don't always have the right emotional match and like that they do have a bite. Yeah. Which is funny because you have a cancer moon. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we've gone through that too, like with ourselves. Definitely. And like where we don't always like understand each other yeah. at that emotional level. Yeah. But like we've done amazing stuff to work yeah. through that and like mm-hmm. and yeah, and like be be really good at communicating. Um well for so for cancers also for the bad parts. Um I had they can be homebodies like too much of a homebodies and like never want to leave their home (laughs) another one was also codependent so I think they tend to like find people and like I actually felt like this because there's one guy I dated for a bit in law school who was a cancer and he was really intense like right away and like I felt like I could tell if we got into a serious relationship it would be like super codependent and a bit smothering and like those are a lot of the more like yeah I think that's also why I well not not that you're not like that though with your cancer moon but I think sometimes I don't think my Aquarius don't read each other the right way Yeah. yeah Um, and what about cancers, like cancer celebrities? I can't really. Think. Oh, so I had Selena Gomez, Khloe Kardashian, and Courtney Love. And I feel oh. like they're all very. They would be all. They bit, like all would very take things personally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. 
Um, and then they all are very, yeah, like emotional in a, like a really heartfelt way. Yeah. And like, you can really connect with them. I think like as the public, like you feel like you're all people who have opened up a lot about their, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and a good match for cancer that I know for sure is Taurus. It's a really good match because of the grounded nature. Um, they just really bounce each other out really well. I think they really understand each other. And I think because Taurus doesn't need that kind of emotional support in the same way. So like they, Mm. it's like a really nice balance where they have the stability that cancer needs and cancer has the, um, like the heart that the, Mm. that a Taurus wants. They just understand each other really well. Um, Okay, next, Leo. Lion, the fire sign. They really are the lion. It's true. Um, the good things about Leo, they're funny. Like, they're really funny. They're fierce. Like, they're proud. They're loud. I think they're wonderful. They really are a lion. They just shine. Yeah, they definitely are. Um, I've, had, I've had, like, a few close Leo friends in my life, and I feel like, I feel like Leos are very independent, and they're kind of, like, they are courageous. Like, I feel like they have that lion pride streak. Like there's mm-hmm. something like there is that fire. Um, I feel like they're those types of people that are like loyal once you're on their side. Yeah. It's also like if you cross them, then watch out. Oh yeah. Like, we haven't got to the bad side of Leo. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm saying a lot of really good things I've about got, them. also the bad I've things got, yeah. for sure. Um, interesting. But like what I say before yeah. when I was saying Aries and Taurus, and I felt like Taurus is kind of like the more stable mature version of Aries I feel like Aries is kind of in the middle Taurus is on one side and then Leo's on the other so Leo is also (laughs) like the Aries and like in that strength and all of those kinds of things but it's they're like the more of the child temperament or like the teenager who like hasn't quite grown up and then Aries is the adult and maybe Taurus is like the grandparent Mm -hmm. or something um so yeah so Leo's like the bad about Leo's is like they can be super fickle like Mm. love something one and then all of a sudden be like "Mm, no kind of thing they can do that um they have if they're pride they have a lot of pride and if their pride is hurt they are like a wounded yeah just like a wounded teenager um and they can get really sulky about it it's like the lion with the thorn in its paw you know that's just like very wants to nurse themselves um yeah so you really need to be mindful of their ego their ego is great but you Mm. need to know that it needs to be nurtured and I have my moon in Leo <laughs> which explains <laughs> a lot emotionally and my partner has his moon in Leo so it's really interesting when we like get into an argument because it's like both of us are like yeah. having our egos like attacked and then our reactions are the same um I think Leo is interesting for me especially when I was looking at people that I've known who are Leo because I think I've known a very certain type of Leo girl I feel like I've noticed a pattern that like I think I know a lot of Leo girls who are like kind of tomboys but then and say that they're like really relaxed but then are secretly boy crazy and a bit dramatic and it's like (laughs) it's an interesting dichotomy like but I feel like I know a lot of Leo girls like that yeah (laughs) "Hmm." that's so funny I definitely know a few like that too I've also like had fair so Jennifer Lopez I always remember her birthday is August 15th not because I'm Jennifer Lopez like number one fan but because oh i'm a big fan but she's pretty not just because her husbands are also all like august 15th but because um my childhood best friend growing up was august 15th and then i've known so many people that have come into my life that have had the august 15th birthday and yeah i just i found that really interesting those patterns are always interesting yeah there's something about that date for me um okay 
next oh wait who are Leo? like jennifer lopez ben affleck oh, like yeah. mila kunin oh yeah i could see her as a Leo chris hemsworth sure. Barack was Obama. he a leo that's mm-hmm. interesting yeah i would have thought he was like a taurus or something i could see taurus too actually interesting. yeah that's interesting barack obama i could see that and then oh, wait and you said oh. did you say matches oh a good match for leo is a leo yeah. i think um aries is good too like the the matches stuff yeah. is like just based on people it that i depends. know not yeah. and i think it would yeah. depend on like their underlying moon sign definitely because that would yeah. that would change a lot of things mm-hmm. for a leo i think especially because oh so leo's like they don't have a stability in some ways because mm-hmm. they're so on top like that proudness and loudness and yeah like the wonderful lioness is like but they're really they really are like kind of like a bit of a baby underneath like in a wonderful mm-hmm. way which is what was, what also i think makes them endearing but then they yeah. don't have as much of that stability even if they've got the loyalty right so they're not as yeah. like grounded i guess yeah. so then it's i think a good match just other than Leo is <laughs> like to find someone that has more of that groundedness that, that can give it to them and then the next sign is Virgo, Virgo, which is one of the most interesting signs, I think, in the Zodiac. I think so, too. It's I find it hard sometimes to, like, bot Virgo. Understand who a Virgo is. Yeah. Yeah. But Virgos, like, I've had, I have quite a few close Virgo friends. And I feel like Me Virgos too. are some of the nicest, like, they have the kindest hearts. I agree. Um, but they also are sometimes nice to a fault where you get annoyed at them because you're like you're being too nice and you're not (laughs) being nice to yourself yeah Um, like they sometimes like forget about themselves and are just like almost a matriarch how do you say it matriarch martyr 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 matriarch (laughs) martyr um yeah but they're like they are some of like the best most um solid people like and they're definitely friends that i know i could always count on yeah um, I think, and this I love about them, is I think that they're really weird. Like, mm, I have a few really close, like, amazing Virgo friends, and I think they're all uh, very individual in a, in a really interesting way and, like, different from people, like, other people. They really are mm. different. Um, and I think it's really interesting because Virgo is supposed to represent the virgin, right? And all of yeah. my Virgo friends, too, have always kind of said, I don't know if they, like, they're like, they don't know if they identify, per se, like, with what Virgo mm. is described as. But for me, I think I take that whole virgin thing as, like, almost, like, alienistic in some ways. Like, yeah, they're just, like, they're really individual and they're really interesting people. And they all have these very different paths that I know. Um, yeah. And so, like, who is like the virgin in 2020? That's what the question was. Yeah. Like, they're like really leading their own paths. And I find them, yeah, endlessly fascinating. And yeah, there's like wonderful friends, like good people. Mm. Um, but also, the, so the bad for the Virgo is I said, uh, yeah, it's almost like they have an independence sometimes that they don't always necessarily want. Like, the, I think they don't mm-hmm. always feel understood, like, by the wider world and are looking to find their place. I think sometimes they're also too picky or have, like, too high standards in some ways. In, oh, like, yeah, yeah. A few different, yeah, yeah like, in a few different areas. Um, and sometimes they can be a bit micromanagey or just yeah like too too organized yeah they are really organized <laughs> sorry i shouldn't be on the microphone <laughs> oh, God. you know we're having a good time uh, when we forget that we're yeah. doing this 
Uh, okay. Um, what else? Oh, then, I, had, I had a lot of crushes on Virgo guys like growing up, but it's another one of those signs where like nothing would ever happen from it. <laughs> okay. So I obviously have had my deepest, biggest relationships with yeah. Virgos, which is really interesting because um, it's not the the sign that I thought I would be with, but Virgo mm-hmm. and Libra is supposed to be like the ultimate partnership sign. So the two of them together um, in some ways are, yeah, like when, like are a very good friendship and just a very good stable base. So there's supposed to be a good balance between the two. Um, like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, which we all know them as a, as like a solid couple, although they've been through a lot of their ups and downs. Um, yeah, do you know any Virgo? Oh, you know who's a Virgo? Beyonce. Ah, and that is a perfect example. She's like an alien. Like an alien, <laughs> yeah. Like really has to like walk her own path, right? Go to the beat of her own drum. And like mm-hmm. that's all the Virgo friends that I know. They're all so interesting. And she definitely has really high standards and micromanages. <laughs> <laughs> She's a yeah, perfectionist. That's the, the perfect Virgo. And same yeah. with Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Also Virgo. But she is also like very kind, I think, and trying to do a lot of good in the world. Yeah. That's a great example. I don't know that many Virgo guys. Oh, what I wanted to say about Virgo guys though, like is so both of the Virgos that I'm like I w- I'm with now and that I've been with in the past basically had the same birthday and they're both in August. And I somehow never connect with Virgos who are in September. Mm. So there's also this thing, it was actually in that Sylvia Stallone um, horoscope book where they said that each like horoscope sign is actually divided into three stages or three parts. And so you're either born at the beginning of the sign, the middle of the sign, or the end of the sign. And if you are, it's kind of gives you a different flavor. And so I think that's that's true. probably partly why I like... You all, like, you only like Aquarius yeah, is at Aquarius the end. January, or, yeah. It's at the beginning. That's the beginning of Aquarius. It's like beginning yeah. mid, yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of, it's like it always kind of, cl- you cluster around one part of the, the signs a month. Okay. Is that it for Virgo? I think so. Okay. Libra. So, Libra. Um, the good with Libra is I think they're easy to get along with. I don't think they really rock the boat. I think you know what you're going to get, and I always trust them. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're very trustworthy. I would say Libras have a bit of, like, an X factor to them. When I look at you and, like, other Libras that I know, there's always a bit of that, like, extra something interesting. I wonder if that's carrying on from the Virgo. Because, you know, like, it kind of trickles like into the, the yeah. sign before it. Yeah. It could be. And I feel like, of course, with, like, the scales as your sign, like, you are fair. And I think, mm-hmm. like, sincere. And most of the Libras I know are very helpful like they always want to help everyone around them yeah i think that's true i think and i think they're constant learners as well also i don't most libras i meet don't not angst they don't have a lot of angst like they mm-hmm. you know how we're saying tauruses are usually pretty like together yeah i feel like libras are too to a certain extent i think so when i looked at a lot of the libras that i've known um i would call them almost like practical dreamers and like you the same like you yeah, kind of like know what your goals are yeah. and you you reach them but like you might have dream like yeah I feel like you achieve what you set out to do and like some people might think it's not practical but you figure out a way to do it <laughs> and I, I feel like very true passion I think like and a lot of Libras I know the girls at least they all are a, 
a tiny bit, I don't know if it's eccentric, but in de- mm. they have a little flair. Yeah. And then, and they kind of do so what they like want. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. And then the guys, Libra guys are really interesting. Like, I don't want to say it as like they're a bit flat, but like. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I feel like I always have like friendship chemistry, but not. Yeah. <laughs> not and like I've had Libra guys in my past romantically, mm. but I find them, oh, I don't know if it's like a bit feminine for me or. Mm. I could see that. Actually, most of the Libra guys I know are a bit. Yeah. It's just interesting. It's like a certain all type of energy that I know, I think are also like professionals. Like they're all doctors or engineers or like pharmacists. Not the Libra guy that I know. <laughs> 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 I it, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and the bad, I said, sometimes they're a bit flat, like mm. sometimes a bit boring. Sometimes um, yeah. maybe not enough meat. Like sometimes it's, there's, I don't always feel like the passion behind it I think because yeah. and like what I was saying with some Libras is like they're very um like content or they're mm. yeah they don't have as much drama to deal with or I don't yeah. know how to explain it in a great way but although here I am a Libra and I feel like mm. I a lot of mm, drama a lot of um so well I don't have drama like that but yeah yeah, yeah um and I have some meat for sure um and then famous Libras I think really, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow is a Libra. Kim Kardashian. That. Yeah. Um, Eminem. <laughs> oh, is he? The, yeah, he's, and he's kind of feminine. Yeah. Will Smith, too, which I could see, like, yeah. even though I love Will Smith. Okay. Okay. Should we go into Scorpio? Yes. Scorpio. I think Scorpio has the worst rep. rap. It's very true. They definitely do have the worst reputation because it's like the scorpion, so it seems like yeah, evil when you think about it. And are they evil? (laughs) To be honest, like this is what I was gonna say before about cancers, but I didn't want people to think that I was (laughs) judging cancers too hard, which I'm not. I love cancer. I have a lot of cancer friends, but um, cancers are most likely to be a murderer statistically. Oh, which right. I think is really interesting because you would think it was Scorpio, like based on the bad rap, no, but bad. it's not. And I think I might this might not be correct, but I I think Scorpio might be the most likely likely to be a politician. But I need to look that up again. I, I could I could definitely that see up. that from the Scorpios that I know. But um, but yeah, you can't. Oh wait, sorry, we forgot to do matches for Libra. Oh, so yeah. wait, I would just say Virgo and Aries from what I know from my own personal mm. experience, but. Um, okay, Scorpio. So the good about Scorpio for me is I tend to find them to be quite sunny, actually, like mm. really personable and independent um, and said, self-sufficient. I think a lot of them are actually kind of bubbly. Yeah, like, I'd say yeah, really like bubbly. Is, yeah, like you wouldn't think of it as like that withdrawn, like moody, whatever. Um, do you know a lot of Scorpios? I actually know quite a few when I thought about, like, when I listed who the Scorpios are, I was like, oh, and I could definitely see a pattern with them. Like, I find Scorpios, they're kind of enthralling, like some of them. Like, people mm-hmm. are, tend to be drawn to them and, like, interested in them, and they're good at making connections, but I find that they hold back on themselves yeah like they'll find out about a lot about other people but they won't actually like let you in for the most oh my part. god I think that's actually so true um, and I think they're like scared of being vulnerable and like yeah I've never yeah. really felt like a Scorpio Scorpio has like 
I don't feel like I really know them that They have well. a hard outer shell. Yeah. That's very exactly. shiny and pretty though. So you yes. like. And I feel like they can be a bit like possessive or jealous. Like it's one of those other signs, like exactly like a scorpion. Like if you're on their good side, you're great. You're golden. But if you like get on their bad yeah. side, then they'll sting you. Yeah. Um, I said for bad, like I know that is a cliche, but it, it is true. I said there's a sting underneath. Um, yeah. And that comes with the ability to take care of themselves, right? That's why they're so self-sufficient. Like, mm. and they've got that slight um, cancer, like watery emotional part, but it's not that yeah. they're, I don't, they're very practical in some ways, but then when it comes to like, yeah, if you get on their bad side, then it's like, that's where the emotional part comes in and the water sign, uh, the water aspect of their sign comes in. I feel like one of my best friends when I was younger, and this was like one of my most memorable, like friendship relationships was with a Scorpio. And she, um, I feel like it was like a relationship. like, if you've read summer sisters, like kind of like one of those really like tumultuous, but like, it was just interesting. And I feel like, yeah, Scorpios are a bit of a mystery in certain ways, but in an enthralling way. <laughs> yes. I generally really like Scorpios, but they are never my very best likeable. friends. Mm. But they are, yeah. they're great people to have around. Like, they're just, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Scorpio guys, I actually had a string of, like, run-ins with Scorpio guys, mm-hmm. like, at one point when I got here. And yeah, like not any kind of actual romantic thing, but, um, and when I found out that they were Scorpios, I always like was just a bit wary. And I think it was the same thing like with cancer for me, like with the water signs, um, Pisces is like a great, uh, it's a great time for me, but I'll come Mm -hmm. to that later. But with cancer and Scorpio, I feel like we never quite get each other emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like and cancer and Scorpio feel like are easily, I was gonna like maybe easily offended or like easily. I think they're like, sensitive. Sensitive, yeah. yeah. And so then maybe I'm like, not sensitive enough. I'm, Although I'm very I'm, sensitive in some ways, but I'm looking at my list of Scorpio guys that I've known, and I actually feel like they are all really, um, like have a good heart. I feel like, but I think they are also sensitive and have a bit of like a fragile. Yeah, ego, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah. It's a bit so um, like Scorpio and Leo also can have some similarities and they are can be a very good couple together too with the passion. But mm. it's like Scorpio is a slightly darker version of the Leo. Yeah. I think the Leo has more lightheartedness to them. And the Scorpio is more practical and and they're also remember when I talk about dividing the astrological chart like into two sides and then there's like the more practical (laughs) like adult (laughs) side Scorpio's on the adult side so they're like the adult version of like the Leo um I have an interesting observation about Scorpio celebrity men what um because you know how I was saying I feel like Scorpios are a bit secretive or like won't like show you all the things so guess who are Scorpio men so, so this one, okay, Drake is one. He doesn't seem to be, oh. but he did hide his kid for like two years or whatever, <laughs> you know. So that's a bit of a secret. Yeah, um, Leonardo DiCaprio, who like hides from the paparazzi oh, and like, sure. will never. He never keeps any of his girlfriends or dates anyone past twenty five. But like, oh I feel like God. he doesn't let them get to know him yeah. because he always dumps them. And then Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds are also okay. I just looked up a list of famous Scorpio men because this is blowing my mind. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Adam Driver. Uh, yeah, they're all the like, oh, interesting. Yeah, It's like all of them. They have an intense charisma and magnetism. Mm. But yeah, they all like hold their, hold oh, some of their cards I close mean, to their chest. Yeah. Interesting. And then what and about then Scorpio women? Chris Jenner is a Scorpio. Oh, and she is exactly like some of my Scorpio yeah. female friends. Like very well, powerful. I think they're powerful. She's very powerful and draws people to her. But like, I don't feel like you really know the real Chris Jenner in some ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think she does hold back. Matches oh, for Scorpio. Matches. I don't really know what my Scorpio friends <laughs> like partners are. So yeah. I'm my guess would be Pisces and Cancer. But maybe that's too I emotional as a match. I know Leo and Scorpio are can be together, but it's a, that would be a very intense relationship. Mm. Okay, so Sag, okay. Tori's like old I've favorite. Had, <laughs> I've had a lot of Sag girlfriends, and yeah, of quite a few um, people that I've dated have been Sag as well. I find yeah. Sagittarius people are really easy. Like they're just like really. That's my number like, one first word that I wrote down for them. Yeah, they're easy. I feel like they are very um, straightforward for the most part. Like they're very honest. But I also found, I think especially with the guys, they don't always know themselves. Like I think they're late yeah. bloomers mm-hmm. and they're kind of still figuring it out. Like I feel like they always have good intentions, but they can be a, a bit of like a mess sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they're always up for an adventure and a lot of them are kind of like nerdy, which I always like. <laughs> um, oh, I also find that they can tend to be like the loud one in a group, but a lot of them are actually like more introverted than you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else? Oh, some of them are just like don't know how to not spend money. Like they're big spenders. <laughs> <laughs> they don't think about money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I said for me, like the good about a Sagittarius is like they're easy, they're chill, they're fun. Um, they mm. always, uh, I said you can always uh, have have a sigh of relief when you find out you're hanging out with a Sagittarius because yeah. you kind of are like, oh, okay, this is going to be, this is just yeah. going to be good. Um, the bad is they can be too laid back. They're usually, mm. as you said, late bloomers in what yeah. they want in life, like in many aspects. Um, sometimes they have too much of a lackadaisical attitude. Like, mm. I think that's like um, the bit of the danger where they can slide into that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And often a feeling like often feeling a bit listless about what they want to do next. Mm. I find that a lot with the guy Sages that yeah. I know. Definitely. Although it's like, they're like those, you just know they're going to be amazing. Just like, but yeah. it's always Once like when they're younger you. and it's like, <laughs> takes a while, like, and it, yeah. it's just going to take them a lot longer to get around to it. Mm. Um, but age, yeah, they'd age like a fine wine, right? They'll only get better and better. Um, I don't know that many Sag girls, except Love for one of my closest time. friends is a, is a Sag and she definitely matched all of these things. <laughs> um, and then I have a lot of Sag like guy friends in my life mm-hmm. and stuff. And I've also find, I've met some really cool Sag guys when I've been traveling or when I've lived abroad who are, I found really inspirational and they've been really individual and they've really been on quests to figure themselves out. But it was that yeah. whole thing too, where they, it's like, they're not, they're not there yet. And it seems like it was going to take a really long time for them to, yeah. to get to this thing that they were searching for, but they were really interesting people. Yeah. Sometimes I think they will be on a lifelong, like existential search. Not that everyone's not on that, but I think sometimes they are particularly 
Oh, speaking of which, with celebrities, mm-hmm. one of the key ones was Brad Pitt. And I think Yeah, totally he is him. the poster child yeah. for Sagittarius. Who else is oh I had Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears. I don't know if any of those like fall Really? Into yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. But they mm. are also like so the, like eternal like um, child celebrity eternal team yeah because you know they, yeah. they have that whole thing like if you get your success when you're young you're kind of stunted at the age that you yeah. first became successful um and they all kind of have that that's really mm-hmm. interesting okay and what do you think about matches for sag I'm trying to, i said good matches are aries sag and leo are. which is funny because they're all fire signs yeah. together but um two of my really close friends who are in amazing relationships and are married and they both had kids at the, in the same year too mm-hmm. are uh an aries and a leo and uh oh no sorry aries and sag and leo and sag yeah and so i think i think they're and they're really good couples okay next one capricorn capricorn oh, this is a big one <laughs> it is a big one for us um so what i used to just not like capricorn experience <laughs> because of my childhood like impressions of things and all this kind of stuff um but now obviously most of my closest friends are capricorns so i'd say they have um they've got i wrote down strong personality but i don't even know if it's actually strong personality i i think it's actually strong yeah they're strong they're forthright in nature I feel like that's a very mm. specific way to describe them. Yeah. Um, they seem very steady and very whole. Um, they're smart and they usually do well at work. They're very capable yeah, and they're usually working. Yeah, they're usually very like business um, minded. Minded or like, yeah, or yeah. yeah, are they just like work? <laughs> like they're, they're like, they're like people are gonna have a job like or like do this yeah. kind of like. I don't know. It's interesting. They they know how to make money. I think they're very loyal, I would say. Yeah. Um, I'd say family-oriented for a lot of them that I know. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, those are the main good ones, I think. I have a lot of, like, bad things for Capricorns Yeah, as so well. my bad <laughs> ones are based on all of the Capricorn men that I have mm-hmm. dated. Um, I would say not as emotive as the rest of us. <laughs> not great at expressing or understanding their own emotions. Although I have Capricorn guy friends who are, I feel like they're on a journey and they're they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, oh, what else did I have? I said they can see things in black and white and be a bit like severe sometimes. Like they yeah, go definitely. with their head over their heart is their like default. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them can be workaholics, so that goes on with like the hard working thing. But like they can work too much and be too stressed. Um, oh, one thing is that I feel like a lot of them people are drawn to them and they like to talk to them. Like our mom and even my partner Scott. Like I feel like they're those people that everyone they'll end up having like a lot of random conversations with people because people just like to like tell them about yeah, their I lives. Yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah. Um, and then. What else? Oh, sometimes I feel like Capricorns can have a bit of a chip on their so- shoulder and feel like a bit wronged by the world. Yes. Um, and they can make life more difficult than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes they get a bit of paralysis because I think they can be perfectionist in ways and then they'll like get overwhelmed by their own goals and then not do anything. Yeah, I think that's a great mm. way to describe it. 
I feel like I've had a lot of like close Capricorn friends. Like our moms are Capricorn, my partners are Capricorn. So I've had a, and I've had some other like Capricorn relationships. So I feel like I've just had a lot of Capricorns in my life. <laughs> and I feel like for the most part, there is, for me, there's something reassuring in that like strongness in them and that there mm-hmm. is something like very solid about them. I'm looking at Capricorn men. This is Martin Luther King Jr., um, LeBron Bradley James. Cooper. Jeff Bezos or Bradley Cooper I feel like seems like a real Capricorn yeah Yeah. Michelle Obama oh yeah definitely yeah they're definitely like the people you would want to make the head of your company (laughs) yeah and they tend to be good conversationalists yeah I feel like they I'm looking at my list of Capricorns I feel like they generally they talk quite a bit (laughs) and I'd say good matches for Capricorn for sure are Cancer and Leo I know so many Capricorn Cancer combinations and Capricorn Leo combinations. Um, should we go to Aquarius? Aquarius, yeah. I feel like it was hard, harder for me to um, like judge myself, <laughs> like what Aquarius is. <laughs> um, I don't feel like I actually know that many Aquarius girls. Um, I which is interesting. Do. I think I know more guys than girls. I don't actually meet that many Aquariuses in general, though. I don't know. Do you feel like you do? I feel like I do. I feel like a lot of them have come into my life and a lot of them are mm. around your birthday, which I find interesting. Mm. Um, and the good things I have about Aquariuses are that I think they're always interesting. They're independent. Mm. They're usually successful uh, and like good conversation. I always get along with them. I just find it really easy yeah. when I'm with an Aquarius. And I think they, I never worry about them getting too needy, like ever. Like they (laughs) definitely know how to give you the right space Mm. and like understand boundaries. Um, I think I I had that they're very open and like open-minded generally. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like they're very logical for the most part. What I'm trying to think of other questions. I don't know. Oh, it was interesting because my last job at one point, like when I was, leaving like my team changed all the time but near the end we had like four Aquarius women on the marketing team and I was like oh that's interesting I wonder if like Aquarius in my first job my entire team was Libras Mm. yeah like the design team (laughs) for bad I had like I had a bit guarded or detached that's basically all that I had I don't know I couldn't judge myself (laughs) (laughs) I said they can be aloof which I think Mm. is very true um they in the same respect where like they will respect your own like boundaries then mm. the flip side of that is that they don't kind of like fall into your emotional needs all the time so they mm. might not be the person that you turn to if you yeah. are looking if you if you want to have a good cry mm-hmm. tori you are like for me obviously but i think i am for a close friends. actually it's funny because i was looking up my like aquarius and this resonated with me because i feel like it applies to you where it says yeah their friends get first class treatment families and lovers see a different side of Aquarius moody brooding anxious and neurotic and I was like I feel like you've said that where you're like oh you're like nicer to your friends than you are to me sometimes so like I think you see like the probably the more like cancer inner side of me that's the moody side and I was like oh that's such an interesting thing but um it says yeah like they need to learn to express their emotions and can help avoid like the flashes that can come when you've like bottled things up and I was like oh that's very relevant to me for oh. sure <laughs> I always thought that was the cancer moon in you not the Aquarius so no, that's interesting Aquarius thing, yeah. oh. 
yeah, I also said, yeah, they're not an emotional crutch when you, when you want one um, and they're harder to read. So I think if, especially if you don't know Aquarius is, you're not familiar with some of the Aquarius then you might find those people just a little bit alien almost mm-hmm. in the I way. I think so. Like even when I'm looking at my list of other Aquarians, I'm like, oh yeah, they are all kind of people where you'd probably be like, I'm not sure if they like me, but then you'd yeah. realize that, that like yeah, they, they normally exactly. do. Cause I feel like Aquariuses are really open and they generally probably like most people and just be like, mm-hmm. but yeah, you need to like get in there. <laughs> um, and famous Aquarians. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the I don't know if you, any of you read Cup of Joe, the blog, but Joanna Joanna Goddard. Um, she's an Aquarius, and like it's funny because she went to law school and dropped out of law school, and then <laughs> was like, did oh, she? I, I didn't know that. Thing. She went for like a year or something. Yeah. Oh, and what about? I feel like there's some other Aquarian women, but I forget. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Oh yeah. Harry Styles. He's very unique. Interesting. <laughs> and then for men, do you know? All I had was Harry Styles. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, and Bob I just looked at Cristiano Ronaldo, The Weeknd, Abraham mm. Lincoln, Michael Jordan. Okay, that's also a random Christian list. Bale has my birthday. Oh, yeah. Okay, Bale. that's like your number one. Like, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that kind of says everything to me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's Aquarius. Oh, yeah. Who would you say matches for Aquarius are? I said good I matches for Aquarius, Aquarius is Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, mm-hmm. understand the emotional boundaries mm-hmm. and give space and, like, yeah. let them be independent and successful and all of those kinds of things. Yeah. Based on my experience, it's Aquarius or Capricorn or Sag. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny with so, the Sag thing yeah. and, like, with you and Sag's in your past because yeah. I find, like, Aquariuses are, like, the adult of, mm-hmm. like, that side and the Sag's are the babies. Yeah. And so that's like <laughs> where I think some of the difference will come from or like yeah. maybe the annoyance sometimes in the relationship. I could see that. Like Aquariuses are just a lot more, they've got it together. I don't know any Aquariuses who don't have it together, actually. I would say actually one of the things with Aquarius is um, I would say a strong sense of self, definitely. Yes. Like I think we generally know who we are. I, don't, I wouldn't see an Aquarius as a trend follower ever. Okay. So Pisces, this has a soft spot in my heart. Um, Our dad is a Pisces, like one of my best friends. My best friend when I moved to Australia that I made here was a Pisces. Um, My like rebound from my long-term relationship was a Pisces. uh, And like Pisces for me just give me, make me feel so full in, (laughs) in my heart. Like they make me feel so emotionally supported um and I think that's because Pisces are so strong I think in their emotional core um Mm. I feel like they're like a real mother hen in some ways like in the group um and they lead by feeling they're like big softies but in like the nicest way like even looking at my list of Pisces I'm just like have a nice like yeah like a nice heart melting feeling where I'm like oh Pisces (laughs) um they're big romantics yeah, I'd say they're dreamers. And whereas sure. I said Aquarians are not a good emotional crutch, Pisces are the perfect emotional crutch. <laughs> yes. And they're very intuitive. Like they really oh, I think they yeah, they read emotions. Anyone can tap, I think, into like that psychicness too. I feel like mm-hmm. um they're really like leading leading with that. Um I find them really interesting. 
and just genuine. I think really genuine. I think they are. Um, the bad of Pisces, I think, is that they because that they can be really scattered. They need a lot of guidance. Mm. A lot of the Pisces that I know are still like, I guess, finding themselves. Mm. Even though they're so like, just, they know who they are, but in terms of like yeah. finding their place in life or like in the what, world. Yeah, yeah, like I said, um, they can be super gullible. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like doe-eyed is like made to describe them. They're like a deer in the headlights. I'm like, yeah, I feel like most of the so Pisces true. I know, and like our dad, and like a lot of my friends that are Pisces, like they'll be like, but someone told me this, or but I read it online, and you're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just I have such a soft spot for them. I think so. sometimes they can be a bit self-sabotaging. Oh my God, um, yes. Yeah, I think that's definitely yeah, one of the... like so much. You just want to oh, help yeah. them. Yeah, they're just like beautiful souls where you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and then what about famous... Uh, I think Drew Barrymore is a Pisces, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Do you remember? Uh, Kurt Cobain. Oh. Um, I think Rihanna is a Pisces. Is she? Yeah. I think she's like close to Aquarius. I'll say Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs, which I find really interesting. Oh, yeah. I would not have pegged that. Daniel Craig. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that makes me like him more. <laughs> um, Emily Blunt. Camilla Cabello. Yeah, Rihanna. Rachel Weiss. And what about matches for Pisces? Um, I didn't put anything beside it because most of my Pisces friends are not matched. But our, obviously our dad is to our mom and that's and yeah. he's with a Capricorn. So I guess Pisces Capricorn. I could see that as a good match. And because what we talked yeah. about is like Capricorns are more stable and uh, mm. strong, steady and business minded. Like that kind of stuff is like would yeah. be a good solid base for a Pisces to be able to melt into and then lead with their heart and feel safe and expand themselves. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of... Probably Taurus would be good couples. too. Oh, I could see Taurus. Yeah. I think Pisces needs someone who will ground them a bit for sure. Yeah. Like I think they tend to have their head in the clouds, so they need a bit of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that earthing. Okay. Uh, is this the longest podcast we've ever done? I know. It's pretty long. I think. <laughs> <laughs> we need to cut it we off. We got really into it. Guys, we <laughs> have a lot to say about this. And yeah. we didn't, yeah. We so, hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> so too, we feel like the whole podcast was woo-woo, so we're not going to do a woo-woo section. Yeah, yeah. We won't, maybe let's just take some deep breaths in and out and release the day. <sighs> thank you for listening i hope that we helped you guys out of it and you do your charts and let us yeah, know have fun have fun analyzing if you life. find anything out crazy please tell us because <laughs> yes. i'd love to know um, and let us know your take if you agree or disagree with it yeah give us some insight mm. that'd be awesome Okay, namaste guys, good night. Namaste.